Welcome back in listeners to another wonderful episode of Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. We have a fantastic guest joining us today. This is a personally highly anticipated show on our list. We have the writer-director Mark Wiener, whose upcoming show Hidden is playing at the 36th Street Theater May 11th through 28th. Their show schedule is Thursdays through Sunday, and it's Thursday through Saturday at 8 and Sundays at 3. And you can get your tickets and more information by visiting hiddentheplay.com. And as I mentioned, this show is just, we are excited for it. It's on our docket. The story sounds incredible. So why don't we go ahead and bring on our guests so we can talk more about it. Mark, welcome. Welcome to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. I'm so excited to have you. I'm, I am thrilled to be here. I really appreciate your time and what you do for the theater community. Thank you. I cannot wait to learn more about this show. So could you tell us a little bit more about what the show is about? Well, the, the play starts out in 1968, in April of 1968, at the Columbia University riots, police riots, at the anti-war demonstrations, though it's not the first scene. And it's a story of David Epstein, who saves Nina Retsky, both Columbia students, from being seriously injured. David and Nina do not know they are first cousins. Nina was a hidden Jewish infant in Poland, and she was never told about her Jewish birth. And David's father, has been searching for his niece and nephews for 25 years. And the play moves forward with the searching and the struggle and what happens when at the end of the play, when Nina finds out that in fact, that she was born in Warsaw, Poland to Jewish parents who were murdered by German soldiers and was never told that she had Jewish parents even though her brother Joseph, uh, who was seven years old at the time, later on, never told her about her Jewish parents. And Joseph became a priest. And there are stories of hidden Jewish children who have stayed with their Catholic families and remain Catholic. What a fascinating story. So how did you come upon this idea for the show? There's a hidden Jewish foundation in which I did some research and found out of how many thousands of Jewish children were hidden during World War II as their parents. I interviewed a number of adults who were hidden children, and one story is of a seven-year-old boy who was hidden for two years in the attic of a house in Warsaw. And after the war, he came out and found out that his mother was hidden in the basement of the same house. What? Wow. Oh my gosh. Well, what has it been like developing this show, Hidden? There's also the story of uh, ADL, the Anti-Defamation League ex-executive director, Abe Foxman who put forth his own story in which he was hidden as a five-year-old boy by his nanny. And after the war, 
the nanny refused to give him back to his parents and the parents had to go to court to get him back. And I think this was not just an un one unusual story. And there are many stories of, of children, even books written by children who say they were never told of their Jewish past. You know, Madeline Albright, you know, Tom Stoppard learned about his Jewish past when he was in his 50s. That's amazing. Now, is this the world premiere of the show or has it been performed other places? It's a world premiere. I had a reading of the play at the Dramatist Guild right before the pandemic. I have seven great actors, all equity actors, who play 11 different roles. And we're in the middle of rehearsals now. And next, May 11th, is opening night. It's amazing. What is the message or thought you're hoping that the audience will take away from the show? That there are consequences with, that we don't even realize about people who hide their identities and later on their children find out who they were and who their parents were. And also that how we need to realize that anti-Semitism is still with us. Unfortunately, that's, that's a hard truth. Finally, for this first part of the interview, who do you hope have access to your show? I've contacted uh, the Anti-Defamation League that has a uh, hidden Jewish foundation, and I hope some of those people, even though they're in their late 70s, early 80s, and their children come to see the play. It's a really, it's a great story. and it's people will be moved even at the reading three years ago that i i heard that a few people even had tears in their eyes at the reading and of course i hope there are some producers who will come by and maybe move the show But I want to switch things up now, and I want to give our listeners a chance to get to know you a little bit better. And I want to start by asking you, what inspires you? What playwrights, composers, or shows have inspired you in the past, or are some of your favorites? When I go to the theater, and I usually go to the theater at least once or twice a month, and two things. I want to play to make me think, and I want to play that moves me. And... I love Tom Stockbridge's Arcadia, in which there were, you know, two time periods going on. And that is what's also in my play. The play goes back and forth from 1968 to 1942 to 1947. And there's intertwining of the time periods. For example, in 1968, Dave and Nina are talking about David's father going back to Poland in 1947 and looking for his niece and nephews. And Nina doesn't even realize that they are talking about her. Wow. A play that really made me think from many years ago was Copenhagen, Michael Franz Copenhagen, 
You know, that was about Eisenberg and Bohr's meeting and about the nuke about building a bomb. And even though it was somewhat fictional, it may it really made you think. I am moved by I remember King Lear with Ian McKellen at BAM. And the last scene when Lear is carrying his daughter, you, you how could you not cry? Right? I love Chekhov's Uncle Vanya. And I remember, I think it was last year, Sarah Silverman's The Bedwetter uh, yes. at the Lens Theater. That was just, it was a musical. It was poignant. A young girl, she, well, it was about her. It was about Sarah Silverman, her story. And you had this really young adolescent girl play Sarah Silverman as a 13-year-old. And the singing and the story, it was moving. And you really felt for this, this, this child. And recently I saw A Doll's House, somewhat of an updated version. And, you know, I love the way they worked the set. And you can see that you can do theater with a very simple set or just actors on stage. And that was wonderful. Well, kind of building off what you've told us, uh, is there any great theater you've seen lately that you could recommend? I mean, you've thrown out a few, uh, Adult House, which is still playing, as well as Bedwetter, which unfortunately closed. But is there any other shows you might be able to recommend to our listeners? I wanted to see Summer of 1976, but I, I looked at the ticket. I didn't get tickets in when I needed to. I belong to Signature Theater, and so I see their their productions, and I love what they do. They have such great theater. What is your favorite part about working in the theater? Well, it's it's working, as we just said, language. It's working with the language. I really enjoy the writing that I can put together, though it takes its toll, and then and then rewriting because it's always about rewriting and listening to actors put together the play and put together their characters. The characters are in my head and then put on a script, but until you see them embodied by a real person, that is just, that's the the great part of watching an actor take a script and become the character. I, I can only imagine what that must feel like. That sounds amazing. And that brings us to my favorite question to ask, which is, what is your favorite theater memory? Well, I'm also a lawyer, and I remember, and I'm older, <laughs> I remember Richard Burton in Camelot. I remember Richard Kiley in Man of La Mancha. And when I was in law school, before I was ever in theater, I saw Mother Courage. And so that was, I was just blown away by that at the time. This was, must have been 1970, 71. You know, and I saw this in the time of the height of the anti-Vietnam War demonstrations, you know. So it was so poignant as to play and what was going on in the world. 
Do you have any other productions or projects coming down the pipeline we might be able to plug? You had mentioned hopefully that those, was it five or 10 one acts that you wanted to put together next fall or spring, but are there any other projects? Well, I, I'm working on a play. It's not finished. It's called The Paper. And when I write something, I write a th- to a theme and then the characters come out which may not be how everyone else writes. And this theme is about who is a hero. And the story is about an owner and editor of a newspaper in Hungary. And will he tell the truth about a story that his daughter, who is working on the paper about children who are being abducted and then raised by government officials. Ooh, sounds like another really juicy play. Oh my gosh. So now we all have to wait on bated breath until this one's done. Oh my gosh, you're leaving us hanging. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I always wondered, would I run into a burning building? What makes a hero? And so here this newspaper editor knows that living in an authoritarian state that if he publishes this story, he could go to jail. And, you know, watching what's going on, you know, in the world with, you know, with with Russia, Ukraine, and, and, and people giving up their lives, not just in war, but by speaking out and knowing that they are risking arrest and imprisonment. I am just amazed about these people who are, to me, heroes. I love that. Well, I, I am excited, and I will definitely be just scouring everywhere looking for this play. Hopefully, you will let us know when it comes out. Of course. My, my final question for you is, if our listeners want more information about Hidden or about you, perhaps they'd like to reach out, how can they do so? There's the website, which is uh, hiddentheplay.com. And it does list something about me on my past plays and and how I developed an autistic statement. And if people have questions, they can email me at mweiner315 at aol.com. Mark, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Truly, this show sounds amazing, and all the work you're doing just sounds incredible. So I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me and our audience about this amazing show, Hidden. Thank you. Well, Andrew, it has been my pleasure, and you know, and you are doing great work, and it's important work to get this out there. Thank, thank you for, for the time. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Thank you. All right. Be well, Andrew. Stay safe. My guest today has been the writer and director, Mark Wiener, whose upcoming show, Hidden, is playing May 11th through the 28th at the 36th Street Theater. Their running schedule is Thursday through Sunday, with shows at 8 p.m. Thursday through Saturday and on Sunday at 3 p.m. And you can get tickets and more information by visiting hiddentheplay.com. You can also reach out to Mark if you have any questions or just want to 
Tell him how amazing this play you're about to see is by emailing him at mweiner315 at aol.com. And we're going to have all this information posted on our episode description, as well as on our social media. But in the meantime, hurry now, get your tickets to see Hidden. We will also be letting you know when we release this episode, when we are attending the show, if you'd like to come out with Sage Whisper and see this amazing show, Hidden. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phones, unwrap your candies, and keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Maniac by Jazzar. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com slash stagewhisperpod. There you will find all the information about our backstage pass as well as our tip jar. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you.